Support for a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. If you had woken up this morning and I told you that Chris Jericho was going to be on the WWE Network, would you believe me? Probably not. Yo, it's showtime, here we go. Buckle up, mask up, Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Mr. McMahon in your stereo. I'ma set the stipulation and scenario. Force count everywhere, doors drop everywhere. Hit you with a finisher from out of nowhere. Eyes all white with the cold stare, you know I had to go there. Hell yeah, the flow so real. Pants in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. You ain't really ready for the boss, no pants in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. Shooting star deadly off the porch, no pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. The most electrifying, steady with the sauce, not a penny in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. Yeah, just a Kenny for your thoughts, what? The Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Brandon Brown, feels like it's been too long since I've seen you. Not really, I saw you just a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah, you saw the other day. <laughs> I, I feel like I've seen you too much. Asleep, but yeah. The worst part is like literally you came over for raw and within 10 minutes you started falling Dude, asleep. You know what? This guy, he, he, I mean, I guess my reputation probably part of the problem. Your, your reputation always, he, precedes you. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He just, he assumes that I'm sleeping. But I no, like no, 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 open, no, no, I, no, no, no. I'll be like looking at the TV and he's that's like, complete, hey, that's complete donkey cock. Like, no, I think it's the angle where you're sitting, where you're looking at me, and like the lighting, so it looks like I'm sleeping, but I'm not. I'm real. I'm watching. Brandon, eyes open. when your eyes are closed, okay. Listen, to this 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 is the thing, right? So you can you can bullshit me all you want, but literally, when your head is like <laughs> all the way like this, and you're literally deprived of oxygen and slumping over. How how like why do you, why would you expect me? I've no again. I've known you for ten years. I know you fall asleep during wrestling constantly. No. Do you have narcolepsy? Have you never confirmed this? I, I don't know. I might have it. But you, you know what else is frustrating too? Is like because you always assume I'm sleeping. Sometimes you'll be, you know, talking about something. You're making a point. And then you'll think that I was I literally stopped talking. I was making stop. a really good yeah, point. And, I'm like, and I literally on. stopped talking because Brandon uh, was asleep. <laughs> and then when I said, I just screw this. And I'd like started watching the show and Brandon never asked me this to tell you that he was unconscious. He never asked me what was wrong or what happened. He just he didn't even wonder why the conversation ceased. And by the no. way, for the people saying in the chat, give Fernando his birthday shout out. You cowards. Happy I would birthday, give Fernando, Fernando a birthday shout out if one, he did the timestamps last week and two, if he was here. So <laughs> there we go. He's celebrating his birthday, right? That's why he's not here. He should be celebrating with us, Brandon. <laughs> celebrating with us. It's okay. Oh, man. But let's talk about the elephant in the room. Let's talk about the big news. Let's start off hot and heavy. Um, okay. Holy crap. The fact that I woke up today and went and got massage. And, whoa, whoa, Brandon, not, that, not the massages you uh, get. Yeah, not the massages you get. Massages. I got like a real massage for my health. Not okay. the ones where you uh, take care of... Uh, all those backed up feelings you got, but we no, woke wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. before you go on. Now, when you get your massages, right? Do you go to like a spot, or do you just like you know you hit up the IG and you just like find random people? Hey, no, I know? actually got a recommendation from a friend because again, you know I care about my health. I don't just care about getting my rocks off. Uh, Found a wonderful, wonderful masseuse named Nicole, who uh, uh. yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. And then afterwards, she asked me about mortgages. So I was like, okay, so yeah, I can make my money back here. <laughs> Wait, now, it, it, like, does, does she still need some clients? Like, can I get booked? Or? No. You think, you think for a second I would associate with you and put you in a spot where I'm getting massage? Because you'd walk in and be like, uh, I mean, uh, how happy uh, will I be afterwards? Like, you know, <laughs> no. like, will this end what? a different way? You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying, no. right? You know, I'll tip you very well. I never would say anything like that. I just, you said she's good. I just want to, you know, I need to come to see this. Not a chance in hell. 
I, I, I barely want to be seen with you in public at WrestleMania next week, but seriously. Oh, man. Okay. So, sorry. Yeah, you woke up this morning. You can't uh-huh. believe the news. I woke up this morning, and all of a sudden, freaking, there'd been a, a uh, you know, like a countdown going with Stone Cold's face on it, and it was Jericho's sound effect. You know, it was the countdown, the but logic hit and like maybe they're repurposing this countdown, you know, for Stone Cold stuff because, hey, they did Stone Cold 316 day and literally uh, used like the ECW sound effect, the wow, you know what I mean? So why would you think, you know, that they wouldn't repurpose it? But all of a sudden they show the rest of the clip and it zooms out and sitting right next to Stone Cold Steve Austin is Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is the next guest on the Broken Skull Sessions. And who saw this coming? <laughs> I guess nobody, but that's, that's what's great about it, right? I mean, why not? It's Mania Week. Why not have something cool like that and have this, Jericho show up? This goes back to me saying that the war only exists in the eyes of the Twitter universe, of the okay, wrestling fans yeah, okay. on Twitter, because there is no way that like obviously there's some sort of i don't want to say a working relationship but like there's respect right. to be had in the wrestling business right right so the story has come out that uh basically stone cold uh or chris jericho t- uh texted stone cold after the undertakers um broken skull i think it was the undertakers and said you know basically it was good shit loved it brother and uh would love to be on it kind of thing and austin said yeah would love to have you on obviously but right. if they could clear it, so he basically Stone Cold went to Vince and Vince McMahon, obviously, and said, hey, uh, you know, Chris Jericho wants to be on. Would you have him? And um, Vince basically gave a thumbs up. So Austin, be, you know, basically not believing it, asked him again, like, hey, just to make sure, you know, I'm talking about Chris Jericho, <laughs> right? And uh, once again, Vince McMahon said, yeah, and gave a thumbs up. Obviously, Tony Khan had to clear this, too, but... Uh, Man, that is I'd like for all it, the one thing I want to talk about is yeah. Vince McMahon gets a lot of shit. Like a lot of people say, "Oh, well, Vince is the devil. Vince doesn't care. Vince is this." And it's like you but moments like this happen, right? And nobody gives Vince credit. Nobody's sitting there going, "Hey, I, thank you Vince for making this happen." Vince realizes that they're the big time, man. So it's like it's cool it's like uh what's what's the big deal you know jericho he's a legend you know jericho put in a lot of work to wwe you know when i have him come in and, and, and talk on a show i don't think it hurts anything see it's not even it's not even that and first of all brandon stop trying to troll well, say aw's the big company and all that crap all right no, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. look, look even 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 our video is lagging a little bit because no one believes you here so here, let me let me try to fix this, Brandon. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Yeah. Take a breath. I think we're good. All right. Who's <sighs> <Yeah, tomorrow. sighs> Is that our thing now? Like we just do ASMR. Uh-huh. But uh, the thing is, I guess I guess my point is, a lot of people like paint Vince McMahon to be the devil. And Vince McMahon's not the devil. Like Vince McMahon cares about the wrestling business a whole lot more than wrestling fans care about the wrestling business. And that's why mm-hmm. he protects his business while still giving us little cool things. And yeah, sure, he's out of touch. I mean, he's an older guy. There are times he's going to be out of touch, but that doesn't mean that his intentions are bad. His intentions are always to entertain the fans. You know what I mean? So I, I don't understand. Like just because he's successful, like people give him a bad rep here. Um, you know, there are times I've disagreed, obviously, you know, like pushing Andrade, things like that. There are situations you can blame him for, per se. Right. But then again, it's like I saw not one person say like, hey, thanks, Vince, for giving a, this moment. They don't credit Vince McMahon with this. They credit Chris Jericho and they credit it uh, to Stone Cold. Like only only these guys can make it happen. <laughs> but Vince had to clear it. Right. Because obviously Tony Khan's going to clear it. Tony Khan's a huge wrestling fan. Right. But Vince <laughs> had to sit there and go, damn it. You know what? This is good for my brand. Yeah, this is good. I'm going to allow it. And actually, something I don't think people are thinking about is the timing of all this. I don't think it's a coincidence. This is my opinion. Chris Jericho's appearing during WrestleMania week. Is there something big that just happened in terms of changing for the WWE network? Peacock. Uh, Peacock, yeah. Now there are Peacock uh, 
uh, everyone has to subscribe to Peacock to watch WWE. So Vince is probably sitting there going, damn it, you know what? I'll allow an AEW superstar to be on the WWE network. Because who's not going to pay $5 to go find out why Chris Jericho is working with the WWE when you know he's an AEW guy? AEW, AEW fans will buy one month of the WWE network to watch what's going to happen here. Kind of ingenious. Right. They're gonna watch Mania. And then they're gonna watch Brooklyn right. School sessions. So now people, seeing. now Vince could say, "Hey, look at the buy rates that Mania got." When in reality, people are probably buying it for Jericho's involvement. Pretty ingenious. That's all I'm saying. Pretty ingenious. The timing of it all. This good business, man. And this is cool. I, I I'm, I'm actually excited about this one. You know, this is one I kind of want to check out. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to. I don't know how it's gonna work. Well, I will be able to, but I don't, I'm not going to share my <laughs> Peacock password with you. Um, you have to buy it yourself because you cheapskate. Um, Wait, do they got like a free month trial? <laughs> no, they have, uh, they have for $10, you get four months of Peacock. Oh. Brandon's like, man, I can't afford that. I can't afford that in my salary. Yeah, no, but it would be cool to see this Chris Jericho interview. So, so we'll see. We'll see. I'll think about it. See, because he even got a guy like me who would know. Even just, Brandon, who <laughs> yeah. does not spend his money. Brandon would not. If, if he was told that $1 would save the world, Brandon would still not give that dollar. Yeah. yeah. You know, when, when you go through the, to the Taco Bell drive-thru, I was like, would you like to donate a dollar to the children's hospital? for you know, uh, No. Brandon's like, I mean, I mean the, children, the children are taken care of. I, what do I got? They're taken you know, care Brandon. of already. You know how much money those people are swimming in? They don't need Hunter, Hunter's saying, I'll give you my login, Brandon, because he likes to make yes. horrible life decisions. Thank you, Hunter. See, I knew the chat would come through, bro. <laughs> they support the fans. But getting back to it, man, um, my thing is uh, Chris Jericho will sell some subscriptions to Peacock. I think it's a cool thing that we're getting here. Um... Again, the timing is no coincidence. Peacock, I, I, they could have done this months ago. If Jericho expressed interest as long ago as he did, there's a reason why it was uh, aired now or cleared now. But again, for all intents and purposes, we're going to have an AEW superstar being interviewed by a WWE legend on the WWE Network. And that's huge. That is absolutely amazing. But still... The internet wrestling community, what I noticed was a lot of people were still negative. And I don't understand how this happens. How are people negative on this? Because people literally said, well, they're not going to discuss AEW, so it's stupid. <laughs> I mean, but Jericho's done so much. Like, do they even right. need to? Exactly. They don't yeah. even touch, need to touch an AEW. We know what's going on with Jericho and AEW. But obviously, come on common sense guys they're gonna somewhere they're right? gonna literally say you know like maybe even if they're quote-unquote not allowed oh, you're with the other brand or something they're like gonna that, be like yeah you know well what you been up to lately and jericho's like yeah. oh, i don't know you know in fort lauderdale a lot or you know you know what i mean like he, he or jacksonville sorry but been in jacksonville a little bit uh got a residency up there you know he might say something stupid like that so it might be like a little little quip but at the end of the day why don't you just tune in and find out if they talk about AEW or not, that would be unprecedented if they do. But you again, I tune in, people. They got right, you. You got to tune in. Yeah, you got to tune in. in. Scan the QR code on SmackDown. Get nine ninety nine for four months of Peacock. I feel like we're getting demonetized every time I say the word cock. Like, like, so. like YouTube. The YouTube algorithm's not like. It's like, yeah, he's saying that word cock a lot. <laughs> like, wait, no, no, I'm saying peacock like the animal. Sure you are, yeah. brother, brother. Yeah, that's what they all say. You know? No more ads for you. Right. Oh, man. But, hey, speaking of which, from now on, uh, I've actually put it out in the air that we should call peacock the cock. Because it's just funny. Cock network. WWE yeah. on the cock. Ooh, I like that. Me and my sophomoric humor. Like, come on now. Um, <laughs> but... But yeah, the negativity I saw was like people people saying that, oh, they won't discuss AEW or people saying, come on, are you guys stupid? This doesn't mean that WWE and AEW have a working relationship. Obviously, they're still going to be separate brands and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yes, I think if you're smart, I think you mm -hmm. understand that this doesn't mean that the forbidden door is open and AEW and WWE are now working together and they're in cahoots. What if it was like 
Bruce has said, it was all a work. Like, oh, wow, they were all. No, it's like, not. It's definitely not a work. It, would, it, it <laughs> definitely is not a work. Uh, but Brandon, the fact that you listen to Jim Cornette and Vince Russo tell me everything I need to know about you. You <laughs> fall asleep on the wrestling Jeez, product. Like, like, like if you're the getting, greatest minds, if you are getting business. three of the greatest minds. You want me to sell a T-shirt with that? Would you, Jim Cornette, and Vince Russo on a T-shirt? Vinny? Oh, the, three, yeah, bro. the three bro. pillars of what's wrong with wrestling business, bro. We would we would blow up the internet, bro. They wouldn't know what to do. That shirt would sell like hotcakes. Let's prove Let it. I, I, I'll put. I'll make a T-shirt, but we'll we'll, uh, we'll have parodies of Vince Russo and Jim Cornette because <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like getting sued. You, know, okay, you, can't, you can't use my <laughs> face on a like T-shirt. This. You got you can, you can give it to kids and hungry kids in Ethiopia. <laughs> Freaking Jim Cornette. But anyway, um, yeah, obviously, this is not a working relationship. This is not anything like that. Um, and wait, 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 people saying that Vince Russo almost seems sane in the Chris Van Vliet interview. That's because Chris Van Vliet yeah. don't allow shit. Chris Van Vliet knows how to reel the crazies in. He even reeled Brandon in when Brandon was searching right. shirtless Chris Van Vliet live on the episode. You think I'm and kidding? It, Go search our YouTube channel. <laughs> that went smooth. That was a smooth interview. It was horrible. It was pretty good. I've told you before, it's 120 degrees in my house because my AC broke on the hottest day of the year in July, and we had to interview Chris Van Vliet. <laughs> and I couldn't tell him that. Like, hey, sorry, my AC broke, and it's 150 degrees in my house right now. That's right. That's why you're a pro, man. Mm. I, if I could get that interview back, I would. Okay. What? Ah, I thought it was good. It was a good interview. What I'm saying is, like, I, how, how much better, but maybe I'm hard on myself because I'm like, how much yeah. better could it have been? If I didn't have laundry on the floor uh, that I didn't realize on camera and uh, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't 150 <laughs> degrees on the camera, if it shows up on the show, that's awesome. <laughs> it's all oh, good. Man. But Brandon. Oh, how about this other big yeah. news, mate? Yeah. Well, uh, since we're sort of talking about networks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, NXT going to Tuesdays. I guess it's official, many, right? I think we all, uh, if you listen yeah, to last week's crazy. podcast, um, you would know that uh, Impact is moving to Thursday nights. And I don't think that oh, was a coincidence as too. soon as, okay. Brandon, we literally talked about that on yeah, the yeah, last yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know so, if it was like confirmed like sort of thing. So my thing is, obviously with uh, Impact going to Thursdays, I think we all knew it was a foregone conclusion that something was coming to Tuesdays. And there's only one thing rumored to go to Tuesdays. And... That was NXT. Um, so the Wednesday Night Wars are officially over, Brandon. I mean, no. not that you were watching NXT anyway. <laughs> you never watched NXT. <laughs> but how do you feel? I mean, how do you feel about uh, NXT going to Tuesdays and not, they're not being competition? I, is it a coincidence that like Chris Jericho from AEW is on uh, the Broken Skull Sessions right when the war ends, per se? When the world ends. Maybe that's why they did it. Like right, the they were over. like, they're like, they're like let's just work together. Like yeah. Vince is like, we're, we're not competing. Put this, put that jo jobber pissant company <laughs> on my network. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, this is weird, man. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen with the ratings. Right. You know, I, 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 I really want to. I think they both go up. See. Yeah, I want to see like how they go up. Like, was there a lot of sort of crossover? You know, were there people sort of like torn between watching the two and then? Will I mean, I'm case in point. I am the perfect fan to talk about in that sense. Right. I was literally watching AEW live to support AEW because they are the newer fledgling company, and then I would watch NXT after the fact on DVR. So now I get to watch NXT live, and I get to watch AEW live. So now you get basically two votes from me as opposed to one you know and not like georgia's with their voter suppression but you get two <laughs> <Whoa. votes. laughs> now see now we're gonna get through monetize you can't talk about that stuff damn it brandon i'm mad about <laughs> it can't. and i want to talk about it <laughs> Do you know they're moving the, the baseball hall of fame because of the damn nonsense? right i'm happy that they're, they're taking a stand no i'm oh, happy okay. they're taking a stand because it's stupid. If somebody does something like that to obviously cause voter suppression in this world, then it's up to the major companies who have a voice and can use their dollars and make them work, in this case, <laughs> to do something about it. You may think it's stupid. You may think it's funny. And it's not freaking I mean, funny. It's not at all. Because when you're obviously 
so biased that you're trying to let's be blunt you're trying to take out a whole race from being able to vote is really what's going on come on now wait wait hold on diego says in the chat he says i he says that he works tuesdays you know what's funny Uh about that Uh i didn't know that triple h wanted to work tuesdays because paul Heyman told me he didn't (laughs) how much of a freaking fan are you brandon do you not remember what that is you don't I'm remember sorry, ECW one night head. stand with with uh at oh. JB he's looking at JBL and he goes he goes the only reason you were t- champion <laughs> for a whole year was because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. How did that joke go over your head? I know how because you're probably asleep. You just got all this wrestling like nerddom going on. I can't keep up with all that. Here's the thing. Just because I have knowledge and you have ignorance doesn't mean (laughs) I'm a nerd. In fact, it means that you want to talk about voter suppression. You have brain cell suppression in your head (laughs) because you're not using your brain cells how they're supposed to be used. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying if we got to have vaccine cards, we can have voter cards too. (laughs) We'll leave it at that. (laughs) (sighs) The things that Brandon would need to be vaccinated against. But, yes, Triple H is going to be working Tuesdays, brother. And he's going to be working NXT, which is kind of crazy, man. Um, I'm excited, man. We literally have wrestling every day of the week. And, you know, the funny part is, again, I hear the pessimists on the Internet. And they go, that's too much wrestling. I I, I liked it when, okay, if it's too much wrestling, then don't fucking watch. (laughs) But now you 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 have a choice. to watch because they're on separate nights. So now it's like you feel bad. You're a bad fan if you don't watch. No, because at least you had an excuse if they were both on the same night. Look, my thing is, Brandon, first of all, you weren't watching either anyway. You come over, (laughs) you you fall asleep during AEW, it doesn't matter. But my thing is, uh, yeah, if there's too much quote unquote wrestling, it's like you don't have to watch it all. You know what I mean? If you're an AEW fan, you're not a WWE fan, cool. You just nixed uh, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT out of your schedule. But you still got Impact, you still got AEW, still got ROH, New Japan, these things. All right. The only time you're screwed is if you're a fan like me who watches it all. <laughs> so you're screwed because now I'm like, oh, do I really want to watch Impact or ROH as much as I love them? Like, I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know. And then look, yeah, um, Axe Blood Theory says AEW is on three days a week anyway if you watch Dark and Elevation. And yet, oh, that's what right, I'm saying right. is like there's a lot of AEW programming. So my thing is if you don't watch WWE, there's a lot of programming for you. But my thing is, uh, you know, and again, I'm not saying this to down any product, right? But I've kind of cut Elevation and Dark out of my schedule because mm-hmm. there's just a lot going on um, where I'm like out wrestled, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit, but I make it work. And then, you know, when I have nothing to do, maybe on a Saturday, um, I might catch some highlights from Dark and Elevation because it has nothing to do with like not wanting to watch it has everything to do with like, okay gotta work sometime i gotta be a dad sometime and that's the sacrifice that i make you know like as much as i want to hear paul white's sexy voice (laughs) i can't i gotta be a dad you know yeah look i'm telling you so look i gotta make a decision between your daughter and paul white's voice (laughs) just saying that's right it doesn't make it doesn't make you a bad fan you right. Know, what makes you a bad fan is falling asleep five minutes in I, to Monday Night Raw. I think I think you're a good fan for putting in that effort. You know, you want I try. to support. I try. Yeah, you you wanted to watch it. Hey, Brandon, did you know I'm building a yeah. gym in my garage? Oh. Did I tell you that? Now is this like are you are you training to start wrestling? I figure there's enough wrestling program programming on TV. I got to land somewhere. All right. I want to hear Paul White's voice (laughs) as I'm hitting the shooting star press 450 splash. (laughs) Not working, working the rate here. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like I want to be like the young bucks on steroids. So you're going to have the indoor gym, you know, in in the garage. Are you thinking about maybe building the ring? Like out back, or how big do you think a how small do you think a ring is? Maybe you can make like a small ring, like a six sided, like a small. Oh, so you admit that a six sided ring is small, Brandon, the TNA fan. Can we actually talk about this? Just saying. So, Brandon, on Monday Night Raw, okay, 
AJ Styles gets hit by a move from uh, Xavier Woods. Uh-oh. And Tom Phillips goes, AJ Styles suffering the consequences and blah, blah, blah. I look at Brandon, who, just for context, is the self-proclaimed TNA fan. As in, like, he is the old-school, die-hard TNA fan. I look at Brandon, I go, huh? Huh? And Brandon's like, uh, I don't know what, you, what you're talking about. Like, just like the JBL reference earlier. I say, Brandon, let me run that back. Because I'm like, you know, he didn't hear it, is what happened. So we run it back. Brand- and Tom Phillips again. AJ Styles suffering the consequences. Brandon's like, uh... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm like, do you not remember his TNA character? He's like, uh, no. Right, then I, I had that epiphany moment. Consequences, Creed. Ah, yeah. AJ Styles suffering the moment. consequences. It was a little, like, little under the radar. It was a little under the radar. Yeah, TNA reference. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. It was good. Diego saying Brandon moment. has the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, Axe Blood Theory saying some of the rings in British Indies are like 10 feet. And then uh, Hunter saying, okay. Brandon really saying Kenny can build a 16 by 16. <laughs> Brandon, I, I don't even want to build a 16 by 16. I'd build like a 20 yeah. by 20 like WWE. Where the hell do wow, you think you, I'd be able to fit that? I would have to go get me like a, like a farm or something. And, and like, it's actually not a bad idea. Maybe I should go buy a farm, Brandon. Yeah. We could have animals. You we could get- have fresh milk and protein. Yeah. I could train like Hulk Hogan and Mean Gene Okerlund in a barn. <laughs> and then. Uh, Dude, what if, you, what if you take out that? patio area the, the, the screen wait, wait let me get this straight yeah you want me to take out my patio that's connected yeah. to my house not not like a makeshift patio but like concrete to my house yeah. you want me to take and that put out the ring there so you have room to build take the, the story take the stability out of my house because that is literally holding up my <laughs> one side of my house <laughs> to put a wrestling ring this is why you failed science brandon <laughs> this is why you failed math and geometry no I didn't know it was supporting the house like that. I was just, I was, I was brainstorming. I was like, how can we fit, fit a ring? No, 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 no. no. The, the issue is not how can we fit it. The issue is that you thought it could fit in the first place. Yeah. This is like the, you thinking you could fit in with smart people. Uh, I still think it could fit. Look, Hunter's saying this is why Brandon lives with his mom. I agree. <laughs> and look, Diego, Diego says it right. Screw the ring. Take the bumps on the concrete. Yeah, that's, that's right. what we should do, Brandon. Come on now. Wrestle at the grocery store. Yeah. All right. Well, let's slow it down a little bit. All right. I want to talk about something. All right. Uh, there is something that I put on uh, out on the internet here on Twitter and got a lot of heat for it for no reason. Because again, I feel like people pick at terms. So let's talk about the debut of Christian Cage on AEW Dynamite. First of all, mm. did about an 800K, maybe like 850K rating. So 850,000 people watched Christian Cage debut on AEW Dynamite, which can we give credit to AEW Dynamite from top to bottom? AEW Dynamite was absolutely amazing. They started off with the main event. So they started off with mm. Christian yep. Cage versus Frankie Kazarian. As far as I'm concerned, they started off with the main event. And it was a very unique thing to do. And I thought it was amazing because Christian and Frankie worked a very slow match. And I said that on the internet. I said, man, do you see how Christian worked the slow pace and did this? People literally say, oh, man, it's not really the it's not that he worked a slow pace. It's really just the the work rate in which he did. I'm like, I'm literally saying the same thing that you're saying. But you're picking at the word slow and adding a negative connotation to it. Just because I said slow doesn't mean like, oh, it was too slow. People are taking that as me saying it was too slow. Right. In it reality, was different than from like the tag match. Correct. Like, right. And what I was saying is that Christian understands how to pace himself. And Christian understands if you looked at like the little snaps that he have, he would do something. He would like go for a DDT and it would kind of be like almost in slow motion. And then he bam slammed them down with like force to where he's like snapping. And it was like, yeah, and look, look, Diego saying it right. It was slow, but not like Brandon slow, you know, like not like, yeah. like it wasn't slow like what? Brandon, right? Oh. Brandon will get back <laughs> to you on that one by the end of the episode. Yeah. It's definitely not a compliment. But um, 
Okay, Dr. NXT Scorpio says, for someone who who was out of the ring for seven years, I thought he looked good in his return. That's what I'm saying. It's not that he looked good in his return for being God for seven years. Christian looked good for having a match yesterday. Christian looked good compared to wrestlers who have been doing it for the last seven years. Christian looked like a main eventer and looked like he should literally be teaching wrestling 101 to the AEW roster. And that's not a knock on anybody, but it's literally that you got to understand the little nuances in what he did. He let the crowd build. He let them get invested in the story. Okay. He didn't just ramble. Like if we're having a conversation, right? He didn't just go, bah, 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 bah. he literally talked and then waited for a response. He talked and he listened for another response. That's how his match felt. Also, another consequence of that, he gave the commentary team enough time to fill in the gaps in between and tell the story and not just do so much that the commentary team's trying to keep up. Mm. So JR looked like a million bucks for his commentary. Tony Schiavone, Excalibur. It was just like a completely different feel for what Christian That's was doing. Yeah, how you bring that up, how like the wrestlers can help the commentary team. Right, and people don't think about that. People just think, like, the commentary is there to put me over. And they are. But if you are doing things in the ring to help commentary put you over and tell that story, and basically you're allowing them to, you're allowing your audience to digest, you're allowing the commentators to fill in the gaps, and you're adding a story to the match that you're, you're, because there's literally no backstory between Kazarian and, and Christian. But the commentary team talked about the, these two men knowing each other for a long time. And they were able to fill these gaps with what a lot of fans would look at as rest holds. And a lot of people look at these things as negatives. They look at it like, okay, all right, I want fast-paced action, bam, bam, bam. And it's like, look, not every movie can be The Expendables, right? The Expendables is just like, wham, 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 just like high action. Sometimes there has to be slow, a slow pace for the story to build. And sometimes you have to let, you know, slow things down to make things mean more. The facials and the grimace on his face and people saying Christian doing Christian. Exactly. And that's why I said Christian was probably the biggest pickup for AEW and people don't realize it because people just like, well, he's not Edge. You know, things like that. And Christian might be better than Edge. This is what people don't realize. Christian might be better than Edge. There was a time period where Christian should have been a world champion before Edge in 2005. Go, you think I'm lying? Go watch Raw and SmackDown from that time period. Christian was on track to be the world heavyweight champion before Edge. Okay? And uh, people saying, you know, Christian and, and Cass feuded in TNA. Of course they did. But you, here, that's exactly my point. Is they don't have like a blood feud though. You know what I mean? So they were going into this a little bit cold. And it allowed JR and Tony Schiavone to tell these stories and say they've had rivalries before and things like that it, because they weren't trying to call 50 million flips. They could literally tell you at the viewer at home, Hey, there is, there is something between Kaz and Christian that you should know about. Here's the details of it. So I always say less is more. So again, when I said the word slow, Christian is having a slow paced match. It is not that I was saying Christian is too slow. In fact, I again, I think he is more valuable for AEW backstage because if people were watching, they literally got to see that you don't really have to do much to make stuff work. And I mean that in a good way again, just for somebody who, who's going to pick at it. Is there like a, a term or a better term maybe that we should use to describe that kind of maybe methodical. I said metho- I, I said afterwards. I said if you had said the, if I had said the word methodical, I don't think you'd have given me shit. Mm. But again, Bully Ray tweeted out the same thing about hey, yeah, it's funny when you have a slow match, and, you, and I was like, good, thank Jesus, because people will listen to Bully Ray. They will listen to little old <laughs> me sitting, you know, with my uh, Twitter thumbs there. But hopefully, they'll listen to Bully Ray. You better, Brandon. On another yeah. subject, uh, I do hear rumors that um, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair may be main eventing night one. How do you feel about this? Do you uh, think well, the story yeah, deserves it? Yeah, like I said in the last the last show, like I don't 
I don't know if this feud. I mean, I lo- I love Sasha. I love Bianca. They're great individuals. You know, they can have a great match, but I don't know if their story was sort of built up enough to warrant main eventing. I don't know if just this sort of being a historic sort of moment is enough. I can to- I can completely knock your argument away with one sentence. So here's my thing, right? You're saying it's not a hot enough feud. People are saying it's not a hot enough feud per se, right? Okay, cool. Uh, People saying, okay, but they're just going to go off of history, obviously being that two black Mm -hmm. women challenging for a title, right? Okay, cool. I can knock it away with one sentence. Does it not make sense to have the Rumble winners main event both nights? Forget the story. Forget the storyline. Forget what you think about it. The fact that it Edge, who won the men's rumble, will main event one night. And the fact that Bianca Belair, who won the women's Royal Rumble, will main event another night. To me, that right there should always be your pillars for WrestleMania. What was happening before was that you would have, you know, kind of one of your rumble winners kind of mid card and one of your rumble winners in the main event. Um, Where here, if you have two different nights, it makes complete sense to put those rumble winners at the end of the show it doesn't need to be anything else besides that yes it's history yes there are a lot of things that make this a historic moment women main eventing again you know for the second time only you know two black women uh in the main event that is a historic historic event but again for all the people who are being cynical and saying this storyline does not make sense to be the one going on last i say put your rumble winners at the at the main event of both shows again and i'm telling you i said this on last week if you heard it last week's episode you heard me say this if you didn't i'm gonna repeat it my thing is that why not give drew mcintyre the first appearance on a wwe event after one year of having no fans that's history for the men so again, nobody can sit there and argue with me and say, well, this diminishes Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley's feud. I don't, I disagree. WWE Championship on first, Drew McIntyre getting the first pop of the show, that's history in itself, and then the women main eventing is another piece of history. It makes historic moments on both ends of the card. Okay? Do you think this match... Would main event had it just been like a one night show though? Would this match have main evented? No, because obviously Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and uh, Edge are the main event, and they were always going to go on last with the way the storyline has been built. Okay, do I think Bianca and Sasha would have gone on mid show? Absolutely, which is essentially what they're doing here. They're closing out night one, and then somebody else is opening on night two. So this is your midway mark, but as opposed to Brandon falling asleep halfway through the show, he gets to go home for a night, come back, and hopefully have recharged. And I'm going to read these comments because, Brandon, yeah. everyone says you were falling asleep during my explanation. He said, <laughs> uh, first of all, Hunter says the Rumble story was always about main eventing WrestleMania. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then uh, Randy Sam says, bro, Brandon, don't look at me or I'll slap the sleeping out of you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Brandon looks like a crackhead. <laughs> Kenny exactly bro can Kenny be a spokesperson for wrestling or what yes hire me NWA you need somebody I'm there for you come on to go from Jim Cornette to me come on that'd be history right there but people are in the chat saying that Brandon wake up Brandon's falling asleep so people people are saying you fell asleep there but here's my here's okay again Let's take away, for for the sake of this argument, let's assume that people are not being racist, they're not being sexist, and they just legitimately feel that Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks shouldn't be in the main event because they feel like they're more deserving people. Let's just say it like that, okay? To me, okay, you put on Bobby and Drew last, right? What does it do for Bobby and Drew? They got the main event, right? Cool. Understood, right? But what does it do for Sasha and Bianca? It does nothing. Because no matter where you put them on the card, if you put them on first, it's not as historic because then it comes across like, oh, you put the women on, out first? That's how much of a joke you think that division is? That's how it comes across. Again, how it comes across, right? If you put it in the middle of the show, eh, it doesn't mean anything. 
So again, if you to me, if you put Drew McIntyre out first, there's no way Drew McIntyre is not going to really he like he would want that honor of being the first guy out to be the first guy to capture the hearts of fans and open the show. Correct. Do you see what I'm saying? And then you put the, the girls on last and it means more for them. So you literally have a win win situation. The other one is just a win for the men and a, eh, for the women. So again, if it enhances both divisions, why not do it? Because Brandon's of the mentality, as long as I get mine, who gives a shit who gets theirs? <laughs> if it's a situation where I say, I'm going to get mine, Brandon, you're going to get yours. But like, I don't care about you. If I get mine, I'm happy. <laughs> Brandon, look, I bought a little like yeah. grip, grip thing for you. Just a little stress thing when I'm talking oh. through the episodes because you piss me off so much. Oh, nice. Right. I... <laughs> That's and look, you know, idea, Hunter, Hunter says, I personally like the Drew McIntyre arc better, but I didn't really think about the history making with the females, honestly. And that, that's what I'm saying is like, if you're going to have a two night mania, this is the time to do it. Because then it doesn't have to be an argument of, oh, well, the women should main event or the men should main event. It could just be an argument of, OK, the women main event in one night, the men main event in another night. You got your main women's title. You got your main main uh, world title. And then you had one of the women's matches mid-card, and you had one of the men's matches mid-card. Talking about the world titles, of course. Right. Either way, it works. I Brandon think. literally I, just I, fell asleep I, right there. No, Brandon, Brandon <laughs> literally had no response right there. And it, it's, it's, wow. No, it's, I, I'm, I'm struggling with this, because, like, where I, I get your point, like I don't want to give you. You get my point, but you literally yeah. are unwilling to change your mind because you <laughs> yeah. have you have what you have in your mind. That's called ignorance, Brandon. You literally yeah, don't want the women to is, go yeah. on last. No, no, give me I'd, one I'd love... damn good reason. Just because their storyline is quote unquote not as good. Yeah, well, that's 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 the main one. But I, I get your point. I get your point. I, I'm cool with it. You know, and like you said, there's two nights. So if they were going to do this, like this works. And let's be blunt. Again, let's be blunt. What's going to mean more, right? Let's assume Drew McIntyre is winning the title. Let's winning it back. If he wins on night one of Mania and holds up the title again at the end of a WrestleMania night, it's not going to mean shit because it's he's already had that moment per se. Yes, he gets it in front of the fans now, but I'm saying we've seen that visual of Drew McIntyre ending a WrestleMania already, right? If he's the first guy out, gets that crowd reaction... And then not only that, but wins the title in that first match, the place will go awry. Because in the first match that fans have seen again, the WWE Championship changed hands. It means something. And then you get the visual of Bianca Belair again, we're assuming. Bianca Belair holding up the title at the end of the night. Again, it means more. You got to look at it from a point of view of what will mean most on the card. I was the only one. I don't know if you remember this, Brandon. Two years ago, yeah. we had this argument before. Two years ago, I had a, a roundtable discussion with you and about four or five other guys. And we were trying to say, which order would you put the title matches? And everybody's sitting there like, okay, the women. we know the women are going on last. Maybe you put the Kofi at the beginning. You do this. You do that. And I said, why wouldn't you open up with Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar? And everybody threw me under the table. Everybody said that was a stupid idea. They said there's no way Brock would allow himself to be on first. And I said, guys, if Brock's not going to be last, it will mean more for Brock to be on first. I don't know if you remember, but Paul Heyman cut a literal promo saying, if Brock Lesnar right. is not going to be last, then Brock's going to be on first. Right. Again, I view the wrestling business like someone inside of the wrestling business. My thing is, it would make more sense, right? So don't at me when this shit happens, because I am telling you, I have a feel for what would be best for the business. And whether people want to admit it or not, Vince likes to book like that. He will listen. What will add to everyone's career. Okay? So again, I think Drew, again, I will, I'm willing to put my brand, I will buy you a beer <laughs> at Raymond James Stadium if Brock Lesnar, if Brock Lesnar, you hear me? If Drew McIntyre doesn't go on first. Yes. 
But hey, you know what consequence yeah. we're not thinking, right? And I, I want to explain this because I saw a lot of people on the internet not understanding. Next yeah. week is billed as WrestleMania SmackDown, where they're having the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. They're having tag title SmackDown tag team title matches. And people are like, why is this not on WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. I'm going to explain it to you as plain as day without any emotion involved. I'm not dissing anybody. I'm just telling you what it is. WWE today, April 2nd, have to move out of the Thunderdome because spring season and uh, I should say the baseball season is starting. Okay, Mm -hmm. so they have to move out of uh, the Tropicana field, I should say. They have to move out of there. So next week's shows are already taped. They were taped before these live shows this week. Okay, Mm -hmm. two. WWE is being really smart this year, and they're not. They are not having a pre-show at WrestleMania because they understand that they're going to diminish the crowd reaction from the main card because there have not been fans for a year. So there's no pre-show. SmackDown, WrestleMania SmackDown is literally the pre-show. This is your pre-show for WrestleMania. These The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, as well as the tag team title match, would have definitely been on the pre-show for WrestleMania. That's what they're doing. They're just giving us, it's a consequence. They're like, hey, you know, we're not going to be able to do a SmackDown anyway. Like, why don't we just do this? Make the best of the situation. And there you go. Um, people are saying uh, it's a crime that Bailey isn't on Mania. And again, I alluded to this mm. last week. Right. I think like, there is a very, somewhere. very good reason that Bailey does not have a match. And I think the reason is, again, she comes out. She says, it's a travesty I'm not in the card. I was main event Bailey, and you're not putting me on here. I, ch- I open challenge for anybody. Out comes Becky Lynch. Again, not for a full match. Becky Lynch comes in, hits a couple suplexes, hits the disarmor, taps Bailey, and you're done. All right? So there you go. Brandon. Calling it, folks. He's calling I'm the calling shot. It. I'm telling you, the mania time I get confident. Because I know how WWE books, because WWE books very differently than they do the rest of the year. Okay? They're like, they're going for surprises, and they're going for the big moments. And this is the trigger that they pull sometimes. So again, I foresee... uh, The only only other person that could come out and squash Bailey is Ronda Rousey, but I've called Ronda Rousey a little (laughs) bit too much. It's not going to happen. Come on, make it one more time, man. One last time. Sake. It's not Ronda Rousey. <laughs> but maybe she'll win the uh, Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal, which they're not calling it the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal anymore for the record. Uh. We'll see. Another prediction gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you all. But Brandon. Yeah. I think we'll call this an episode. I think we'll, we'll have a nice quick one. Um, I'm excited. I will say, you know, we got WrestleMania coming up, Brandon, literally next week. Um, we're right. going... Thank- to WrestleMania, I can't believe it. Um, I think we'll do. We maybe... got robbed the last time. We Six. did. So we got robbed last hey. time. What were we talking about? Well, from having a mania. Oh, for Mania Thirty Six. No, yeah. no, no. I was <laughs> blessed to not have to sit next to Brandon for a six-hour event in the Florida heat. So instead, I get three hours split up between nights. I literally saw people bitching. By the oh, way, oh nice, it's three hours. Oh, thanks. I saw people I bitching. Be, wait, wait. Yeah, I saw people saying. It's only three hours. Oh, I love it. People were I bitching it. when it was like six hours. So can we just say yeah. three is a nice little number there? I'm just yeah, saying. I like I like that. Yeah, that feel that's going to feel a lot better. I think to just say, yeah, cause you, don't, you don't have to sit there for four or five hours. That's rough. Definitely. But pay attention to our YouTube. We'll probably be here next Friday, a little bit earlier. Um, running down the card for WrestleMania. And then I will do my best to get some footage um, for everybody about being the uh, what it's like to be at WrestleMania after not having fans right. for a year. Brandon, I want to get a drone down at WrestleMania and see if I can fly it up so that we can look because it's only ten minutes away from my house. Fly it up and <laughs> kind of peek drone. into the stage. Oh man, nice! So let's do it. But if you're still here, <laughs> thank you all for being in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe, like. And I promise next week I will give Brandon some uh, some uppers or something so that he's a little bit more awake. Brandon, you got used to the daytime episode so quickly. 
We got we got Logan Paul coming to town, people. Get excited. I think Logan Paul, yeah, it's a good point. Thank you for mentioning it. I actually yeah. think a lot of people don't understand. Um, yeah, let's end on this. Logan Paul was on SmackDown tonight, and a lot of people don't understand. They're giving WWE shit. My thing is, when you had part-timers at WrestleMania, you bitched. Now you have WWE putting no part-timers, putting two mainstream celebrities in Bad Bunny and Logan Paul on the WrestleMania card, like involved in WrestleMania, I should say. Which one do you want? Because to me, Uh, I'm actually going to say it like this. This to me feels more akin to the original concept of WrestleMania than recent years. We literally have a situation where, remember, WrestleMania was supposed to be the rock and wrestling, the celebrities and the wrestlers clashing in like a huge event. This is literally the point of WrestleMania is to get bigger names involved. I want to give credit to WWE for being on the pulse of things and not bringing in Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit <laughs> 10 years after his prime. Okay. Again, I give credit to WWE. I think the ratings will improve after this, um, but we'll see. We'll see. And again, Dr. NXT Scorpio says it perfect. It's all about appealing to the casual. Can't believe I said that. Yes, it's all about appealing to Brandon. That's right. People like me. We are the lifeblood. Wait, wait. wait. So Diego says Logan's face during the whole bit was like, where the fuck am I? And it's not that he was saying that. (laughs) It was more that he was like, it's kind of like me on this podcast episode. It's like he looked at Sami Zayn like, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy is so delusional. Me, I'm like, I can't believe Brandon doesn't forget to breathe at times because there's no way his brain is connected to his mouth. But anyway, on that note, guys, thank you for joining us. You might see me on a lot of other podcasts this week. I'm doing a lot for WrestleMania week. Um, Brandon, I don't know if you're available, but I, I am going down to the WrestleMania store on Thursday. So if you want to come with, let me know. Um, probably not. But because I know Brandon, now that we're like in town, Brandon's <laughs> going to have some excuse like, oh, man, like, uh, you know, my, uh, my arm hurts, man. You know, Mark of the Fauci. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I will see you there on Thursday. And hey, if they allow me to film. Maybe I'll try to film what the Superstore looks like. And, uh, and if they don't allow me to film, maybe I'll film what the Superstore looks like. I'll be wearing a mask. They won't know it's me. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, and people are saying Ozzy Osbourne to the WWE Hall of Fame. Yes, he was included in the, uh, the video package, but wasn't officially announced. So maybe he's announced as of, as of this uh, podcast, but he was in the video and they haven't announced a um, celebrity for 2021 wow dude that's pretty big so it would be big but william shatner is going in too as well as rob van dam let's talk about rob van dam going into the hall of fame so awesome awesome stuff man and again thank you for joining us and we will see you next friday take care guys